0: Just keep living.
1: Just keep living. Hello, everybody. J.K.L. Welcome to Stay of Homekins.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which podcast are you on now, Paul? (laughs)
1: That is my third podcast of the day. This is He
0: did some threedoms earlier. So he has a couple
1: threedoms back to back. So
0: now you have to know where you are.
1: I know. I'm a child of the universe.
0: (gasps) The picture. Did you take the... The picture. You forgot to take the picture for our Instagram, Stay of Homekins on Instagram. (laughs) Check it out. Um he usually posts a little telegraph picture like we're doing it.
1: The telegraph picture.
0: <laughs> well, it's like telegraphing. Don't you think it's like telegraphing the episode? Yeah.
1: I, uh, I think that's a very poetic way to put it. Oh,
0: okay. So um anyway, we Anyway. This is Stay of Homekins, which uh we started one year ago this week.
1: It's this is the anniversary <laughs> week of Stay of Home
0: Stay of Homekins, Day of
1: Homekins. It was March nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Is that today?
0: That's what it said in my memories.
1: No, in wait. my little
0: quote-unquote memories.
1: But then today is—is is today? Yeah, the,
0: today's the nineteenth. It's well. Remember, we didn't start on Fridays. We started on Thursdays and switched to right. Friday because we, rea- uh, we 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 recognized the error of our ways. Yeah,
1: well, look, we were so much younger then.
0: <laughs> that ain't that the truth. <laughs> I got the gray hair to prove it. Um. Anyway, we started a year ago once we got locked down and 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 we had to deal with this pandemic, okay? And we couldn't leave the house. And so we were like, why don't we just do our date nights Friday night on this podcast? Yeah. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins.
1: <laughs> I'm Paul F. Tompkins. He's
0: a comedian. She's
1: an actress. We live in
0: Los Angeles and we just sit and we just g- gab. I mean, we Look, just gab. We
1: just gab. Well, can we say gab anymore?
0: Oh, is that so not? So charged. It is it? We just
1: gab. We just Wait, parlor with each other.
0: Oh, gab. <laughs> gab is a thing. Gab, gab is that thing. Gab
1: was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? Telegram is too.
0: <laughs> I said telegraph, you didn't did I? You did
1: say telegraph. That's right.
0: So basically, the far right is stealing all of, all of every word. I don't know what to say. We just sit here and shoot the fucking shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do.
0: Also, by the way, I've learned over the year that kids listen to this and I'm sorry cuz I cuss. That's
1: a, look, if kids are listening to this, it's better that they learn cursing from us.
0: <laughs> I I I mean, what do you think? What is what where do you stand on on like the whole, you know, like Lenny Bruce? You know, what? like uh, wasn't his. I whole think you should
1: be back in jail.
0: <laughs> his whole thing was like, we have to use these taboo words to take the teeth out of them, kind of thing. Yeah, or something.
1: I, I think that was a. I understand where he's coming from, and I mm-hmm. think that was sort of a naive idea. I
0: feel like that was like, like, like it doesn't hold up to modern times. No,
1: no, it it doesn't. Like, I think <laughs> saying those things more does not. <laughs> has not proven. <laughs> hey, look, the N word's been around for quite a long time. Was this and... whole
0: thing the N word? No, or he just used, everything.
1: Well, there's. I'm. I, I'm remembering just that bit in the movie Lenny, mm-hmm. where he starts using all these racial slurs oh, as Should looks that be at the a people. watch along? <laughs> no, it should not. <laughs> he looks around at all the people in the audience and uses various slurs to describe them, mm. and then says, "You know, if we keep doing this, you know, we take the 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 uh, the the power out of these words." And then a little black girl won't be crying when she comes home from school or whatever. And it's that, like, that's, that's not,
0: the, that's an ignorant, that's like a, that's an ignorant view of, yes. of it. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or like you said, a naive or maybe like a sophomoric. Yeah. Like it's an unexamined, we have more information now. Yeah. I, I think is, is, is. Well, we have more information
1: and it's also, it's, it's the, it's, it's the argument of people who don't want to change anything. There's a, there's a George Carlin bit that really does not hold up well at all. Really? Yeah. He talks about, there's, there's a bunch of his stuff where he talks about political correctness. Uh Um, you know, when that was first becoming a term and, you know, it's, he does this bit about, um, uh, the term shell shock and how they changed that over the years. Um, and they, it went through various permutations. It went from shell shock to, I think, like, battle fatigue. Oh, right. Um, You know, and so his point is, start. it seems like it's holding up. Seems like it holds water, right? Okay. And then he says, now they call it post-traumatic stress disorder. And it's like, (laughs) That's yeah, a real thing. <laughs> that seems extremely accurate. Also,
0: that's what we've landed on. Yeah, but yeah. That, that doesn't seem like
1: it's trying to shy away from the his whole thing, his whole thing is you're trying you're shying away from the truth when you try mm. to, you know, change these words and everything. Mm. And it's like post-traumatic stress disorder <laughs> to me is not <laughs> the word disorder is in there. Trauma's in there.
0: I mean, I kind of I see where he was going with it, but I bet he could have found a better linear uh Example, M-
1: maybe, maybe you know, yeah,
0: but because, but I see the point he's making. That was just not a good. It's not. It's not that well. Was not good. It's not
1: well crafted, and it also that bit starts with like how you know saying the n word is not that big a deal.
0: Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. This is like the set. When was Lenny Bruce the sixties?
1: Yeah. What's funny to me about the people that, like the the people that are anti PC and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they cite Lenny Bruce and it's always, it's always about, it's always about word (laughs) usage and Mm -hmm. it's always about words that describe groups of people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And they like to, and they like to make fun of trigger warnings and blah, 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 all this shit. But the thing is like, if, if Lenny Bruce were around today, he would not be making fun of trans kids. You know what I mean?
0: Right. He would be like, I they, hope, they yeah. missed
1: the point of Lenny Bruce. The people, people like that think the point of Lenny Bruce was you should be able to offend people. And it's like, yeah, you can, of course you can offend people. It's easy to offend people, mm-hmm. but that wasn't his thing. Lenny Bruce wasn't like, yeah, I offended people. Lenny Bruce was just trying to be funny. And then he got caught up in this shit mm-hmm. because of the, you know, the, 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 mores of the time, or you something. know, yeah, yeah. But like if he were around today, he would not be he would not be making fun of defenseless people in order to get a laugh.
0: I mean, I almost feel and maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm missing the point of Lenny Bruce just based on my slim awareness and knowledge kind of of where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um and I've seen the movie and I've seen stuff here, you know, yeah. is that he was trying he was Trying to confront people with, like, noticing what they were saying, like, using these words
1: in that specific bit, or overall, you mean?
0: I guess in that specific bit.
1: Yeah, the, the, he had, he was he was trying to make a point with that bit. You know, I, I would like to hear the original bit if it exists somewhere.
0: I'm sure it does. Yeah.
1: Uh, but I wonder if, if it, how close it is to what was depicted in that movie. You know, right? Um, but you know, like he was, Lenny Bruce started out as a regular old nightclub comic, and then he got more and more um, risque, and people. There was an audience for it. You know what I mean? Like the the sort of cool people enjoyed his work, but it was the establishment that. Wanted to bring him down. The they
0: establishment didn't. made him more famous, though. Well, yes. That's what's so funny yes, about exactly. this kind of stuff is that, you know, people who are provocateurs, if they get under the skin of the establishment,
2: mm-hmm.
0: then they have achieved their goal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, that even stands tr- true today with like shock comics yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think? Absolutely.
1: Well, but. Well, no, because shock comics today, what they consider the mm-hmm. establishment is the people that have moved past what the establishment was in the 60s. The mm-hmm. establishment of the 60s was like, you know, those people would have been like, well, George Floyd should have complied with the police. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the establishment.
0: Okay. And,
1: and now the people that they're trying to offend are the people that are saying, hey, we should care about people some more. Right. That's not the, that's, they, they think that's the establishment, but the, they're, they're the, they're carrying on the ideas of the establishment by, you know, anytime a, a group finds a voice and they point and mock at this group,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's the establishment. They're the establishment.
0: I just feel like comedy today is so niche now. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like, I mean, who is like a voice in comedy that kind of like everyone knows of? You know, who is? Yeah, that? I
1: mean, there's some famous comics, but you know, it's it's mostly because of the time we're in. I think it's mostly like people think of talk show late night hosts as comedians, like but
0: Stephen Colbert or something, or yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But like. I, in terms of, I think you're right that it is very niche right now. I guess Bill Burr is somebody that everyone mm-hmm. is aware of, but even I don't know. Like it's the the, the days of being a, a household name like that. Yeah, are I don't know. I mean, you would have to you have to rise so far up the ranks. Chris Rock, you know, and or he's like been Dave around Chape-
0: forever. Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, yeah,
1: and these are guys that have been around for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. but like I don't know I don't know if there's anybody new and I also don't know if there's anybody that's a voice of a, a generation necessarily. Right, right. You know. Um but and guys like Chris Rock and, and Chappelle also have some problematic attitudes sometimes that are very old fashioned, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm like Chappelle like kind of he like pushes the he pushes the envelope a yeah. lot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he likes to do like some shock stuff. Yeah. But he does it so well. Yeah, like it almost like you know, like I I can't I can't help but laugh when he says something that I shouldn't be rea- uh, reacting to. There, there like, were, I,
1: I remember there were bits in the and I think it was the sticks and stones special that I had heard about, and I was like, oh, yeah. ah, that doesn't sound good. I don't think I'm going to like that. And I still laughed.
0: It was like, was it like the Michael Jackson the Michael Jackson thing? Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I
1: I cannot believe I laughed at that. But he I know. But he
0: made it. Me too. He made it funny.
1: And but there are other things, you know, talking about trans people and stuff like that where yeah. it's like that's outdated. You know, that's that's an old way of thinking and it's not worth it's not worth you expressing this if you if this is if this is how far you've thought about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um and like the, the you know the Louis CK stuff when he talked about somebody having a brittle spirit because um I don't- that the there was a woman that uh Remember? Louis CK worked with on a sitcom pilot and uh he was you know disgusting to her <laughs> 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 but it really it really fucked her up and she kind of well, got yeah. out of the business and um you know Chappelle's take on it was that she had a brittle spirit and it's like I don't know man well, I, I don't th- I don't think that's your call to make uh,
0: I mean listen there's so much like bro comedy that is out there that is not good. Yeah. It's just not good. Yeah, it does yeah. like perpetuate a certain dangerous culture. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't, I don't like, you know, I used to, when I used to, because I worked in the comedy club where I waited tables, like before I knew Lou, Louis C.K. was gross to women or whatever, but like, uh, mm-hmm. I thought he was like so funny. Mhm. He was. And I thought his whole comedy about like hating his family was a was an act.
1: Of why why wouldn't you assume that? Of
0: course. Cuz like his wife would be there watching yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I and I thought that was so like Safe to laugh at. Yes. You know, because I'm like, oh, this is because everyone has like a comedy voice yes. and they're putting everyone. This is an
1: obvious exaggeration. Yeah.
0: Everyone's always like, <laughs> everyone's always just broken up with their girlfriend or girlfriend, just whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's never true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd be watching that just freely laughing about, you know, hating. Your your family, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then I'm like, oh, he might actually hate his fan. Like as time went on, and mm-hmm. you know, like like he may, you know clearly didn't stay married, and yeah. you know, I don't know him, so I shouldn't be weighing in on him. I'm just weighing in on what's out there in the pop culture about. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's a lot known. Yeah. So I'm not talking out of school or whatever. Am I?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. No, but, he was in a public place performing comedy. This is you you saw it. That's not like something
0: there's some there's a delightful a element of stand up comedy where something is said. Oh my god, cuckoo.
1: Cuckoo, what do you think?
0: Something <laughs> Lenny Bruce. <laughs>
1: that's your take on everything.
0: Um, where something is said and it's not, it's not cool to say it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it'll just hit you and you'll and you. It's like I don't know. Like sometimes that's what's funny. Sometimes
1: absolutely that can be that can be really fun.
0: It depends really on who fun. is who is doing yes, it. Yes, and
1: how they do it. Like it's that's a that's a real. In order to pull that off that's a real skill and you know the idea of like these comics that are like they they think the comedian's number one job is to offend but then they're they're performing in these places where, where everyone's people are maybe scary <laughs> well but they're not they're not being offended by it they like the idea. They like the idea that it might offend someone else. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's so weird. Yes. It's so weird. Yes. Like they're all on board, but it's the idea of like, oh man, if somebody, if if this person I'm thinking of heard this, they would be offended.
0: I I can't believe we got on this topic to be honest, because I know we've talked about comedy before. Yes. So I'm sorry that we got into that.
1: Hey, I'm sorry too for what it's worth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is us, Ugh. Ugh. and um, this has been a this has been a crazy week.
1: Yes, can I talk about how I tried to get a COVID vaccine? Yes, this was mortifying.
0: Well, and and um, and also I was like, so okay, keep I was just keep going. <laughs> I was going to say I was so excited. Uh, yeah, I need to set the scene as I was so excited. Yes, that Paul had this apart. Okay, go
1: we, on. Uh, you know, a friend sent this link um, that was on the up and up. Uh, Click through it. Go. It takes you right to the appointments. There are open appointments. You fill out all this stuff. Um, they ask for all your health history. They ask for um, your occupation. They ask for uh, a couple forms of contact, and so. Fill all this out, um, and it's I'm I'm,
0: and and just to, can I say the occupation? It wasn't even something you filled in. It gave you a drop down menu of the qualifying yes. occupations. Yes, yes, yes. And it had under the category and entertainment. entertainment it, yes. Yeah.
1: So I answer everything honestly because I'm not looking to cut lines, and I'm expecting like at the end it's going to say you're not eligible, but it says you have an appointment and I'm like, wow, this is great. Okay. So I, and it's the next day, this is a Tuesday. The appointment's on a Wednesday. I go in, uh, it's very, I didn't tell you this. It's very difficult to get into this place because it's like a weird, um, there's it's, it's a, it's a it's a college building or something. There's a weird entrance that you, you can't get to, At first, I'd like go around the block and find it and blah, blah, blah. The name on the thing is not the same as the name um, in Google Maps, but it is the same Mm -hmm. address. Mm -hmm. So I finally get in there, park. I'm like, great. Get there. There's a line. People are six feet apart. I get to the back of the line. Uh, There's a woman uh, going up to people in line saying, how are you eligible for the vaccine? And the guy ahead of me says like you know he's some essential worker or something and she says do you have any pay stubs that prove that and you know he's like oh let me see what i can find so he's like looking at his phone for shit <laughs> then she comes up to me and says how are you eligible for the vaccine and i said oh well i have i made an appointment and she mm-hmm. goes no i know but how are you eligible for the vaccine and then she like starts listing things i'm like no no i i'm i'm i work in entertainment and she goes what do you do are you in catering i said no i'm a, i'm an actor And she went, Oh, well then you're not eligible. And I said, but I, it let me make an appointment. And she said, well, anyone can make an appointment. That doesn't mean you're eligible. And I said, I I know this isn't your fault. I know this is like, you have nothing to do with the website, but you understand that I thought because the website let me make the appointment that I was eligible and she said, No, no, no. Anyone can make the appointment.
0: <laughs> so it's like No, she's not repeating what you're saying. Yeah. So. Because in this moment she's not hearing in this moment, saying.
1: what you need from the person in charge is to say, I understand that this is absurd. That's that's all you need from them is to say, it's a it's a it's a problem, it's a glitch, whatever. I get I get why you thought it was okay, but she's sort of treating me like I'm a Karen.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm
1: like, okay. And so I, and so I love. She goes, well, it's according to the CDC guidelines.
0: Well, and and that's not even right either.
1: Yeah, it's not the, the CDC way. guidelines. But here's the thing.
0: There are yeah. So
1: I, so by the time I get home, I go to check the link again. Hmm. And I check it, and then I realize, wait, 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 wait. It takes you to the middle of the page. Hmm. And so I scroll. I start to scroll up. And that's when I see. Here's who's eligible. There's mm-hmm. a big like. Here's who's eligible thing. You, <laughs> I would say this. For I'm not a web designer. You must go to that part first. The the link must take you to that part first. Well, not only that. Because I wouldn't have. Of course, I wouldn't have. It said it's only these things. Only these these jobs. If you're in this. If you're in these groups, you can do it. And it's like if I saw that. Well, of course I wouldn't have made the appointment. But that's
0: not even. That's not even where the problem lay. Because we, because then we found out later that it was a glitch on their website, and they were turning entertainment industry away. Yes, and uh, but in the drop-down menu of eligible occupations, entertainment should not be listed no, if it's not an. There's
1: there's <laughs> many problems wrong. Okay. There's many. There's many. It it should not take you to the appointments right away. It should take you to Are you eligible or not? It should not have had entertainment as an eligible occupation. If
0: it's not an eligible and occupation, even if it
1: allowed you to put that in there at the very end, if you are not ineligible, if you're not eligible, it should say No, you can't because you answered this.
0: Or what about this? When we found out that they that there was a glitch after the fact, mm-hmm. why then didn't they go through the website? Some IT person. Yeah. Everyone who clicked entertainment as their eligibility category. Yeah. Then email, because they emailed you the confirmation. They took my email
1: and they took my phone number.
0: But also you got an email with the confirmation yeah, and Yeah, absolutely. Everything. So they obviously can, so they should have emailed and said, oh, this is a glitch. Yeah. On our website, this occupation wasn't meant to be in the dropdown. And then by the way, we heard of other people that went and did get vaccinated that yeah. were entertainment because I guess.
1: At the same place?
0: No, I think it was a different place.
1: Yeah, luckily it, it there's different... no luckily there's no uniformity to this whatsoever.
0: <laughs> I just am like, so system. I'm like, I, I've gotten to a place now where I'm like, you know, and I've been reading certain medical ethicists stuff and everything where it's mm-hmm. like, and not only that, Dr. Fauci and Biden said, if you can get it, go get it. Right. You know, like, I, I, I feel personally... That the clinic should have owned their glitch and jabbed every arm that came through with an appointment I feel at that like, point absolutely. and then fixed the glitch, but look, fixed I, the glitch. I and understand
1: then- that. I understand. I didn't mind being turned away so much as I minded. There was no acknowledgement uh-huh. that this was not my fault, that I followed, I followed everything yes. to the, to the, to the best of my ability with what I had at the time um, and that there was not. If she had just said like, yeah, you know, the website it you have to scroll up, you know, and see the 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 guidelines.
0: But there still would have been that drop down menu that said entertain. I no, mean, I, I
1: know. But if there had been an acknowledgement,
0: yeah. if there had been
1: just an acknowledgement of, yeah, this is we're getting a lot of people that are coming in here and they didn't see this and that's a problem with the website, I'm sorry we can't give you an injection.
0: I feel like the problem with the way that the the mistakes that are happening with the vaccine are going in California, mm. I can't speak to other places.
1: I know that it's messed up other places too. My family has yeah. been talking about but this. But the,
0: the way that it's being framed in California media, okay? All right, I'm just going to say it in the L.A. Times (laughs) (laughs) specifically. Put them on blast, honey. The L.A. Times (laughs) has been all over blaming the individual Mm -hmm. instead of blaming the hiccups in the system. And I don't know whose pocket they're in. Okay, I don't know whose photo ops they are publishing on the front page first, Mm -hmm. but I can tell you that if on any given day, if you decide to read about the vaccine rollout in California in the L.A. Times, you're going to get conflicting information because I have been reading it a lot to figure out what is going on. What's the truth? Mm -hmm. Is the truth? that California is throwing unused doses away
2: mm-hmm.
0: and there are empty vaccinations. Yesterday on Twitter, there were viral tweets going around about Dodger stadium, having yep. a bunch of empty slots. Yeah. But then I hear, Oh, you can't get an appointment because the websites are glutted up yeah. and there's a shortage. So, I don't understand what the truth is. Mm -hmm. And I would like for some media outlet here in California to actually get to the bottom of what it is. Well,
1: here's what I, here's what I think based on that kind of information. First of all, the LA times is making it all about like these people, these rich people are jumping the line and everything. It's like, yeah, that's terrible. But you do have to like, you do, you must say that this system is, Fucked up. It was
0: misleading. It was misleading. Yeah, it's it's mis- it's it's a mess. The yeah. system
1: is a mess, and it's it would be good to hear somebody say that on the record. Um, you know that this that this system is a mess, and that it's not all to to make it not us turning on each other. I, um, and, but also, uh, I think that what happens is whether or not these things are true at the time, as soon as it gets tweeted out and passed around,
0: it's not true anymore. It's not true anymore. Uh, another thing that um so so like the la times so i go in the la times today and i'm like okay what's the latest with the vaccine rollout and now there's this whole political quagmire i don't know mess whatever Mm -hmm. bullshit (laughs) just call it what it is because governor newsom decided to hand over the program to vaccinate California to Blue Shield which is this giant corporation mm-hmm. like a healthcare uh like a health insurance corporation yeah. and there are all of these counties that don't want to sign over their power to Blue Shield because they're just going to use an algorithm and they're going to say, well, you're only going to get 20 doses this week. Right. And that county official might be like, no, we need 80. Yeah, And they don't want to sign it over. And so now there's like a holdup of the flow of vaccines while people are like fighting above us, mm-hmm. like that we don't have any idea or control over. Yeah. And not only that, Governor Newsom said it was going to cost like $15 to vaccinate everybody. Mm-hmm. And then Blue Shield came and took over. And now he's saying it's going to cost $40. Mm-hmm. I'm making up numbers. It's like trillion or billion yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, so what was that all about? Mm-hmm. That seems suspicious to me. Yeah, like Like he hands over this giant... Contract to a corporation, and all of a sudden, it's three times as costly, and no one wants to work with them. Yeah,
1: the the whole the what? Pro- the profit aspect of this all is disgusting, and you know, it just it it just this whole situation has illustrated how fucked up our healthcare system is in this country. And I don't know how anybody comes out of this not saying we should have free healthcare in this country.
0: I heard on the news forgive me if I've said this before, but I heard something on the news that I can't stop thinking about where this doctor said, we don't have healthcare in this country. We have sick care. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can't stop thinking about it because like that sums up everything. Yeah. And it sums up how we dealt with COVID and it sums up how we're going to be left with COVID. There's so many people out there that are going to be dealing with long COVID and all this stuff. And like, you know we're not even talking about that mm-hmm. we're not even we're not even talking about that yet yeah anyway i'm mad about the vaccine system because i don't and the reason i believe the other side now of like they're throwing doses away mm-hmm. instead of there aren't enough appointments and and you know yeah. people and they're they're slammed is because um when i read about that political infighting corporation bullshit. I'm like, Oh, they're throwing doses away Mm -hmm. and they're inflating the cost of how much it's going to cost to vaccinate every Californian. Mm -hmm. Like it tripled in a week. So what does that tell you? Yeah. That, what does that tell you? They have people who know how to do math. Yeah. So to me, it's like, and and like it was like three weeks ago, he pissed off. I'm like really down on Governor Newsom. (laughs) Sorry, I I have like I'm having like a a thing about Governor Newsom lately, and I I I am a little mad. But like he he um, he pissed off Walgreens, (laughs) CVS, Mm. because they had extra doses. And they contacted him and said, we have like 200,000 extra doses because these healthcare workers didn't want to take it, <laughs> which is a whole other level of weirdness. And uh, and the, and he was like, oh, OK, we're going to send them to this other place. And then he stood up and gave this speech and was like, Walgreens and CVS. They didn't know what to do. They had all these oh. e- extra doses. <laughs> so I came in and decided to give these extra doses to this area to save the day. Mm-hmm. And then Walgreens and CVS was like, uh, we, we're the ones who called you. Like, yeah. Like, fuck you. Mm. And then meanwhile, I'm hearing of friends that are like, Hey, you know, if you can, if you get your appointment at Walgreens or CBS, they won't ask any fucking questions. And I was like, Yeah, cause they don't, cause they're pissed at Governor Newsom. <laughs> That's my fucking theory is that they're basically like, we don't want to follow the tears. We just want to get, cause also they don't want to get in a situation where they have extra doses again.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's so much that they don't want to follow the tears. It's that they don't want to waste. The vaccines.
0: Well, and also if they don't use them up, they could lose status, mm-hmm. the shipment status. Right. So all if right. they end up with overage, then, then it hurts their... Right. So, right. so, so there's like, there are all these things that are going on that we don't know about as just individuals trying to navigate this this system. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you get a link that says your occupation is on a drop down menu and it takes you to an appointment, you're thinking, oh, p- terrific. Yeah, terrific I can go and get my I can start my vaccination process because it's not even a swift process anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know you gotta do two doses and wait the weeks and and, and meanwhile you've got Biden on TV and Dr. Fauci on TV looking us in the eye and like urging us to get our fucking asses vaccinated and so it feels like this weird thing of like, hurry up and wait. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't I don't understand it. I, I just want everyone to get it and and the longer it takes this is why I'm mad at California too, is if they're if they're wasting doses, because the longer it takes for America to vaccinate, the longer it takes for the world. Mm-hmm. There are poor countries right now. The New York Times just came out today with this uh with this graphic about who can get the vaccine and where. Mm-hmm. And there are like there are countries that don't have any vaccine yet yeah. and they're waiting on the rich countries and it's, it's, it's vaccine inequality Yeah, and, and we've got to hustle. Mm-hmm. We've got to hustle. That's why they shouldn't turn anyone away that has an appointment. In my opinion, if they make a mistake, they got to own it. They got to jab you and they got to move on to the next. In my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm almost there. The, having been there in person and seeing that line and seeing, who was in the line. It was not a bunch of actors, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is clearly like people that work in different jobs that they're they're ahead of me in the line. Sure. So I didn't have any pro I, I didn't have any problem with I really didn't have any problem with being turned away because it was a long line and it's like, well yeah, and there's gonna be more people coming. Like it's early in the afternoon. I like, guess
0: but what happens to your slot? That's my question. Does your slot like Then are they just giving it to a vaccine chaser at the end of the like some twenty seven year old kid that sat on the parking curb? I mean,
1: who knows? Who knows? But that's that's fine. That to me is fine if that's the case. If this is if this is how dumb this system is and how how poorly set up it is, that a bunch of people who should get vaccinated who are in more danger than I am get vaccinated first, and then some guy who's willing to wait or like, you know, swoop in at the last second, like has, has you know, some sort of timetable figured out where it's like, this is the time to go. Then it's like, okay, that's fine. Then that's one that didn't get wasted, you know. I
0: get it. I get it. But I've even turned a corner on who should have been first because at first they were like, well, we need to vaccinate our senior population first because Mm -hmm. they're at the highest risk of, of death, you know. But on the other hand... You've got young people that are driving the infection rate, right? Mm. So, so you could lower the risk by targeting more mobile people. But are these
1: people that are driving the infection rate by doing stupid shit?
0: No, they're just essential workers, right? Okay. And, and and someone said online, and I and I was like, God, that's brilliant. They were like, Why aren't they not setting up in? transportation hubs mm-hmm. you know because people are traveling on planes for work and stuff like these are people that are moving around and carrying germs you mm-hmm. know across state lines and stuff like that and it's kind of six to one half a dozen to the other at a certain point unless you're talking about seniors in uh group living situations because group living situations 100% should have been first cuz that's those hot spots yeah. spread yeah. like wildfire but Absolutely. like look I'm glad my mom is fully vaccinated mm-hmm. she's 74 but to be fair she doesn't work she's retired mm-hmm. she doesn't go anywhere she's isolating alone mm-hmm. she wasn't a big driver of the infection yeah and could have stayed home for six more weeks and worn a mask to do curbside pickup. I'm glad but she got it. Yeah, Listen. But yeah. Do you see what I'm saying though? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I do. I do.
0: I do. But I don't know. I'm not the one who makes these decisions, obviously. <laughs> <sighs> I just am saying, like, I don't think it was an easy call. And I also don't think it's a black and white call. I think it's a call that it has a lot of. Specifically,
1: who gets it first? Yes. Like the order of people. There's that
0: nuance go. and there are, there are like, there are drivers of the infection. Yes. You see? Yeah. People who are moving around essential work, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm working maskless next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm on a, I'm, I booked a commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing exciting, guys, but I'm happy for the work, but it's not like some new Netflix. Right. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, I don't like going, even though we're all going to test, like, mm-hmm. It is a job where I am not permitted to wear PPE during the during the job. Yeah, and that's a little scary. It is. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it is. yeah. It's not. It's not comfortable. I mean, like, who's to say that that's not a risk? Mm-hmm. I'm breathing in some makeup lady's space. I'm breathing in some hair lady's right. space. You know.
1: Well, but you uh, in those in those instances, you will be masked up. You know, and they will be too.
0: Well, I won't be, but they will be Well when I, I get full makeup, you don't get full makeup probably when you work.
1: Oh for makeup, yes, you will have to take the mask off, but she will have she or he will have a mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah um, yeah, it is it you know, I think that on on the sets that I've been on, the precautions have been taken. Mm-hmm. Um, people take it seriously, um, and they're managing as best they can. You know, but, but now that scary. we've got
0: these variants, like the B one one seven, which is so much more contagious, it does feel naked and vulnerable. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm not saying like I'm essential worker, like I'm a frontline health worker, but I'm just saying like everyone's got their risks, you know. And it, it's like we gotta, I don't know, make sure nothing's getting wasted. I, I I'll say, I want to
1: know the truth. Let's not waste a precious second, and let's not waste time not listening to these ads.
0: Oh, the ads. Hopefully you did that Audible ad for him. You know
1: that I didn't. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back after this. While Janie is getting herself another weekend water, I want to talk to you about Audible. I'm sure you've heard of Audible. We're talking about audio books, Okay. This is when you you don't have time to sit and read, which is that's all we want to do. Like, uh, what's his name at the end of the Twilight Zone? Uh, Burgess and Meredith. What a great name. Um, but you don't always have time. Maybe you have a commute and you could like listen to a book or some other sort of spoken word entertainment. Well, Audible is there. Now they have Audible Plus, their newest plan. It gives you the full access. To their popular plus catalog. Now you can listen all you want to thousands and thousands of popular audiobooks, original entertainment, and podcasts, including ad free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. You will also find guided fitness, meditation, and sleep tracks for better rest. Come on, Audible's got it all, all available and download and stream so you can listen anywhere on any device. <laughs> What am I listening to? Well, I'm listening to The Nest by Cynthia Dupree Sweeney, uh, a fantastic book written by someone I personally know. Shake it, baby. Twist and shout. Um, If you would like to get on the Audible train, you should do it. Because with an Audible membership, you get full access to the Plus Catalog. It's got all those books, all those other spoken word entertainments. It's got the word plus music series. It's got so much stuff, you will not regret it. Here's what you do you go to audible.com and you wait, where's the code? I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Hold on. This is a lot of copy. Everyone stop being mad at me. I'm a good person. I'm not bad. Okay. Visit audible.com slash homekins, H O M E K I N S, or this is fun text homekins to 500 500 500 dash 500 you get a text you send a text to the audible people and then there's somebody there's like a kid there with a phone who's like i got another text my i'm blowing up that's what he's saying all day long that's audible.com slash homekins or text homekins to 500 500 and you will get such a deal uh, that's audible.com slash homekins or text homekins to five hundred five hundred. Audible. I did it. Oh boy. Janie, guess who's <laughs> sponsoring us this week?
0: Is it Usual Wines?
1: Good guess. Oh my God, we that's love, exactly love who it's We love them. Us. We do love them. Usual. Thank you for sponsoring us. We enjoy you both as a sponsor and as an item. Usual wines are wines for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces. That's a heavy pour. About a glass and a half of wine. No more pouring wine down the sink, which we used to do for fun. (laughs) And then the wine bill started to add up.
0: I used to paint with it like Pollock.
1: (laughs) And then (laughs) Janie fooled some art collectors. It's the subject of a Netflix documentary. You should check it out. Because of the single-serve format and bottle design, Usual is always fresh. No more flat, bubbly, or stale rosé. The wines are low-carb, and they have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend of rosé and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have Usual Spritz, which is a low-alcohol. What would you say the percentages on that?
0: Like 0.85%. That's,
1: that's extremely low. Oh, it is? This one's 8.5.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like White Claw for grown-ups. It's exactly what it's like. I can't wait to try that one. I haven't tried that one yet.
1: Each serving of that of the of the uh, uh, the the usual spritz is just eighty three calories. So go check out Usual's website at usualwines.com <laughs> and use our discount code Homekins
0: for eight dollars off a glass on us. Is it
1: just Homekins or is it the full stay of Homekins?
0: Oh my god! I thought you had that in front of you.
1: No, it says XXX the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, what you're discovering, this is exciting. This is a live ad read like you've never heard before.
0: <laughs> By the way, I emailed him all this stuff three times like two <laughs> weeks ago. Didn't I? All the
1: information? I, I hope that people heard that dog bark in that icy Stay silence. Stay F.
0: Homkins.
1: Go to usualwines.com. Use the discount code homekins for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Our marriage is not in trouble. <laughs> We're back. (laughs) back.
0: Paul's like, well, I'm like, I'm a real stickler. (laughs) I'm like, the ad... We
1: should not talk about this.
0: Okay. (laughs) I'm like, you can't go... Uh, Paul's a generous ad reader. That's just say. ads are too long when I do this. Because it's supposed to be 60 seconds and... She doesn't want to give anybody
1: any free ad time. I'm
0: Lebanese. (laughs) So back off. Like Clinger on MASH. So... And
1: you're also wearing you know. a dress.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, I did want to say this week another horrible thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: thinking like, maybe we'll lighten it up in the second half. (laughs) I did want to say another horrible thing that happened this week.
0: Well, one thing I I definitely do want to say that um, I want our friends in the Asian American community to know that we are thinking of them and we stand by them and that we absolutely recognize and denounce this uptick in hate crimes against our Asian fellow citizens. And um, I just... I, I've been reading and trying to learn more and it's, it's yeah. upsetting
1: for what it's worth. I would like to say that I do believe that this is a racially motivated attack. I don't know why people are, the, the media are, are trying so hard to say that it's not, or to, to dance around that. Like, obviously it is. This is white supremacy. I don't even
0: understand why. Here's what I, I don't understand. Why would it be um even hard to say that? Like, is it because, this is just me as a woman talking, Mm -hmm. as a woman in the world. Mm -hmm. Is it because men have, they're like, oh yeah, I've wanted to, I've wanted to murder women I've sexualized before. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had murder, like. I've had like army hammer thoughts. Now I'm circling it right back to all the army hammer. Right. But like, like, is it because it's like, no, it's relatable to want to kill women f- from a sexual place.
1: I, like. What is that? I don't know. There, I, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know if it's just a, it's just a standard. They're, they're, they're always afraid to attach racial motives to things. And it's bananas to me.
0: Well, it's really up to the DA, right? Like the p- cops can say whatever, dumbass. Well, the
1: cops say whatever, but they, but they're the guy himself said, oh, "I'm not a racist. I killed them because uh, they tempted me."
0: Oh, by the way, um, definitely listen to a serial killer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's a mass murderer, not a serial killer.
0: Oh, wait, that's different. I thought a serial yeah. killer was just like you killed more than one person.
1: No, serial killer is you, you – you, it's, it's a serialized killing. You are methodically uh, killing he, people over a, over a course of time.
0: I heard that he actually was going to another – he was going down to Florida to do another – Yeah, but play- he's oh, – okay. okay.
1: I mean, so he could have he become a serial killer, I, I guess. guess. But this is more like he's taking out a group of people that's a, just mass a mass murderer.
0: It's just a mass shooting. Yeah. It's a mass shooting.
1: Look, not to take anything away from the guy – Maybe he had a plan that was going to go on for years.
0: I don't know. I mean, this—he was only like 21 or something, and yeah. and and uh, apparently very religious, which is a whole other mm-hmm. situation. Because then you have to wonder, like, what religion was that? I—I I made what a religion. Is that?
1: I, I you know, <laughs> uh, he's what? What religion do you think it is?
0: Um, a, definitely a form of like Christianity. Yeah. Because there's like a repression thing there. Yeah. Right? The demonization
1: of sex while also fetishizing it. And uh, I, I made a tweet about this that was – I I can expand on here that it's like everything about this is what is wrong with America that we don't admit that is wrong with America. There's racism. There's hangups about sex. There's th- this um, – what I think is a very toxic Christianity that sort of preaches uh, a, a, a hatred of other people, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're not, if you're not in our group, then you are a sinner and you are vile, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guns that he got the guns so easily. He got
0: it like that day or something, yeah, something
1: like that. And it's like, that's, it's all of our problems that we won't acknowledge. Well, but problems. also
0: like, you know, if he was having this, you know, murderous thing. Like how do we intervene with people who have murderous intentions? Like how do we do that? Well, how do we find a way in society? To- I,
1: I don't know. I think also people don't always, they don't do you the favor of announcing their murderous intentions uh-huh. all the time. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't, you know, and sometimes these people are monitored and sometimes they're not.
0: Either way it's, um, it's horrific. Yeah. It's absolutely painful and awful. And, but what I'm learning is the uptick in Asian uh, directed crime mm-hmm. that was sprung by like the Trump rhetoric and stuff like that. Yeah. That there are actual statistics on this that have not been reported in in the news. I
1: saw another somebody else posted. I can't remember who this was. Uh, but a, like a year's worth of, um, you know, magazine covers, newspaper articles, whatever that uh-huh. all, that all depict like an evil Chinese dragon, you know, like they're all about econ- economics, uh-huh. but it is like, it is clearly like these images are painting China as this great enemy that is out to get us,
0: Right. you know,
1: and look, China is not great. I mean
0: that doesn't have anything to do with anything, though. I mean, these are American citizens. I mean,
1: yes, you have to. You have to. I think when you when you when you post images like that, when you publish images like that, Uh there should be some consideration for
0: how stupid and ignorant
1: people in America are.
0: Well, that's a good point. You know, I I um. Anyway, I just, I just had to acknowledge it because it was such a shocking thing that happened yeah. this week. And, you know, it's funny. I had, I've been trying to, and I know we talked about the pandemic and now we're talking about this and the stuff like this and vaccine inequality, blah, blah, blah. I've actually, um, this particular week, I was on a deadline with myself um, with a creative project I was trying to complete. And I had sort of, for me unplugged from the news and by by saying for me i unplugged from the news i still had an awareness of of headlines coming mm-hmm. through on my phone or whatever but i wasn't voraciously yeah um absorbing right. the news and so it was just a strange week for me to be kind of unplugged from what was happening And then to finish my, on my deadline, I got, I got, I went away for a couple of nights. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) The first time I've been away, I can't believe I even said it on the podcast for the whole week. I went like solo camping and by camping, I mean, I stayed in a trailer with heat, electricity and Wi (laughs) Fi, and, uh, um, like an hour from here or whatever. But, um, so I did my deadline and then when I got back, I was sort of like flooded with all the information that happened. Mm -hmm. During the week. And I was just like, God, like you can't, you can't look away for one fucking second. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to because of self-care, but like there's so much going on in America at all times Mm -hmm. at any given moment. If you blink, you, you're not in the know. Am I crazy? I also think like it's better sometimes to unplug because you don't want all this negativity, but yeah. I don't know how are you absorbing. I'm like, like, like. How was your? Because I was gone for those two nights on my on my deadline. What did you? I mean, I. How when are you? I,
1: when I hear about these shootings now, there's always a an immediate numbness, and then it takes me a couple days. Yes. To feel the impact of
0: it. I totally agree with that. Um, something well, and it's always a little different, right? Mm-hmm. If there's footage. I or will, not I, footage. I will
1: never watch the footage.
0: But like when the, I learned La, my lesson but with when that. the Las Vegas yes. stuff was going yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Yeah. there was a lot. That was a very documented um, event, and yeah. I and that happened. I want to say it was in 2017. It was like right at the beginning of. God
1: Damn. When, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember.
0: It, I think it was 2017, okay. and because it was right at the beginning mm-hmm. of you know who and. It was I don't know. I mean that one was so <sighs> stunningly shocking because of the volume of deceased. I mean it was like a concentrated group of people in a con- concert area and yeah. you know. But um I guess like I don't know. I guess Biden came on the news today and made remarks um in solidarity with the Asian American community, Mm. Asian community in America. And, um, it made, you know what it made me think of the Charlottesville event because of how different the leadership reacted Mm -hmm. to something like that. Yeah. And because that, for me, that moment, that Charlottesville moment, that was like that he i was like oh he's a white supremacist i mean i didn't know yeah. like i had suspicions and people were saying it sort of as a casual thing
1: but this is like he's clearly not hiding it
0: yeah that was the most shocking moment for me in in the begin you know in the besides him winning it's <laughs> pretty shocking but like when when he said Good people on both sides. Yeah, yeah. I I never, I had no idea that somebody in a position like that could even say something so harmful. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't. I I didn't have a capacity for something like that happening in America. I mean, that, call me naive. Call me Lenny Bruce. <laughs> what? You said you was naive.
1: Well, that idea that one idea was naive <laughs> That idea was naive <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, naive little Lenny Bruce.
0: Naive. Well I was like <laughs> I was gone. I was out of the country when that happened. Uh, uh, I was doing a play mm-hmm. in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and when that happened, and it was interesting to absorb that American moment. Overseas. Yeah.
1: I think I told you when I... I was in <laughs> London doing a, a, a TV show when the um, George Bush, John Kerry election was happening. hmm And... Oh,
0: I remember that because you and I had started dating mm-hmm. and then we didn't date.
1: That's right. That was our second full that, start.
0: That was the second one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I got mad at you. hmm Because you... Broke it off prematurely. Oh, hey, you know. <laughs>
1: it all worked out, baby. But I was... So I was working in London and it was, you know, going to bed thinking, oh, great, John Kerry is going to win. We don't have George Bush anymore. And mm-hmm. then waking up and like, oh, no. And then getting to work and um, having one of the... Having like the AD of the, of the show say, are you pleased about the results
0: of the election? (laughs) I was like, no! (laughs) I mean... No, I'm not! I wouldn't have put John Kerry up, personally. I was a Howard Dean.
1: Yes, it was not like he was my favorite dude in the world. But, you know... uh, 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 God. I know. Anyway, the...
0: I was a Howard Dean person, but whatever. The Dean (laughs) scream. The Dean scream. Isn't
1: that wild, like... That ended his, that ended his political career. Yeah. That was all. That was it. Yeah. That was it. He he yelled weird one time that one mic picked up. I know.
0: Do you know what it was though? It was comical.
1: There's no way around the fact that it was comical.
0: I think the problem was it wasn't just a weird scream.
1: It was also very funny.
0: It was funny. And I think. Because it's the
1: big buildup. And your friend Blake used to do this. You you were I remember you oh, me that, that play yeah and he would do it backstage where it's like hey we're gonna go to we're gonna go we're gonna we're go to we're 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 yeah <laughs> it's not the scream is not bad. as funny without the build-up. it's not as funny without the build-up.
0: I um I was pretty disappointed that yeah that primary but <laughs> you know I I I did what I had to do and got behind John Kerry we
1: have listeners that were tiny children when that,
0: mm-hmm.
2: when that
0: happened. Yeah, that's true. I was a tiny child.
1: No, I, I mean, listeners like you. If I can put it in PBS terms. <laughs> <laughs> and listeners like you.
0: Anyway, so that's been our sort of week. I was on a deadline.
1: <laughs> but you made it. You made your deadline. Yeah. I So Janie, Janie wanted to finish this script and she went I up went and wrote my to, script. to rewrite it. Um, in this sort of uh, uh, airstream kind of trailer park, really. It was
0: a trailer park, yeah.
1: And it's so it's an airstream that's outfitted with all modern conveniences and everything. What
0: I needed to do was this. Mm I I was I've been home, obviously, as we all have, for a year. And at the beginning of the pandemic, I was able to work on my script, and then I, you know, I cranked out a couple drafts. I got, I went to my smart writer friends. They told me what needed to ha- change. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you got notes from various people. I got
0: notes from various yeah. people. And so then I started marinating on okay, what is it that I put in this script or keep, you know, and it became clear what I like, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. But for some reason, I could not um ball in the other room to blow his nose. Blow his nose. i could not open the script again yeah. in this house like i tried i tried so hard
1: house, we can't open that script again
0: i tried so hard and i was like you know i'm like unfortunately hypersensitive and so <laughs> like the energy that's around me is what
1: Oh, here we go. (laughs) I knew it would be my fault somehow.
0: I just needed my own energy field, y'all. I love my husband very much. (laughs) But I needed some... Yeah.
1: I, I, I completely understand that. And I, completely I kept saying,
0: like, I need to reclaim my brain. I need to reclaim my brain. And I was, like, hesitant to go anywhere because I had other friends during this pandemic mm-hmm. that have gone off. They are like, oh, we got an Airbnb and it was great. I and not
1: believe all the stuff people were
0: doing. People were going to the national parks. And I was jealous of that because I really want to do that, you know. But um, I had personally, personally could not. I felt like I couldn't go anywhere because I felt like everyone's like, oh, I just need to change the scenery. I want to get away. And I was like, how do you get away from COVID? Yeah. COVID's everywhere. Like for me to go somewhere and like not be able to, Go to the hotel bar. Or what you know? Like I don't
1: think I felt the same it way. It felt of like that,
0: robbed of the experience yeah, in because, a way
1: because you're not going away to have a normal experience somewhere. You're going away to have a different a COVID, COVID tainted experience, experience yes. of like if you go to a hotel, you're worried about how clean is this and the if air, you're, if you swapping to,
0: air, yeah, the air duct. If you
1: go to an Airbnb, you're like, did they really clean in this? Bed, yeah. You know. Are you gonna go wipe down everything? Because people were talking about that. Like you well, know, we, we went took
0: our own Clorox wipes, and yeah. I am like, I am doing that at home.
1: Yeah, that that's not sounds not a like a, that sounds like a ball <laughs> to go <laughs> to go and disinfect a stranger.
0: A stranger's Everyone stay home. outside. Here is the thing: is is like okay, fine. Like you go in the Airbnb, but you are still having to do all your own meals. You are not like you can't really go to a restaurant, you mm-hmm. know, or then you are just ordering takeout in a different city. That's not, I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't begrudge anyone doing it. I also had f- friends with kids. No,
1: it just seemed, I don't know it, how they, they. had kids yes. and they needed to get out. Yeah, yeah, they needed
0: yeah. to get the kids out. And, yeah. I, and, and that's different. Like our lives are not that way. Yeah, they're great. So, <laughs> so, so, so I, ne- I was like hesitant to leave just because I was like, well, I'm going for this specific reason, which was to kind of hole up. Like I needed to, I needed this isolation experience, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so, and it worked. It fucking worked. I went and I was like, I'm going to get, even though, assume, oh my God, I forgot to tell you this. As soon as I pulled up, as soon as I pulled up, yeah, I got this next day self-tape uh, oh, audition right, 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 and I didn't right. have anyone with me to mm-hmm. act with. So I, t- oh, and not only was it like this is due tomorrow, they want you to do it in an Irish dialect and an American. dialect. Are you
1: forgetting that you sent me the audition tape that you made?
0: Oh yeah, I did send it to you. <laughs> I showed it to you. I
1: thought there was like a
0: hidden, but hidden like you didn't know it was like as soon know. as I pulled up. I did not know
1: as soon as you pulled up. That's true. As, as soon as I pulled fair. up,
0: and I was like, okay, so I, so I taped the other lines, and then I propped it on my duffel bag, and I had I had like you know my computer out of sight so I could hit play mm-hmm. and stop when I was acting with my fake... Mm-hmm. I was, it was like my Dr. Doolittle moment.
2: Oh, uh, 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 didn't
0: Eddie Murphy play 10 parts in Dr. Doolittle? No. He didn't? No. What was the name of that movie? I thought he played the, 10 parts. The clubs. No. Dr. Doolittle. He, no. He, he Was he in Dr. Doolittle? Yes, he I thought he played 10 parts. No. They were all voiceovers
1: from other people. Dr. Doolittle? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Dr. Doolittle is about? I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. First, there was the Nutty Professor where-
0: No, that's what I meant. He played on. 10 parts in Nutty Professor. Hold on,
1: hold on a second. Uh, <laughs> first, he does the Nutty Professor where mm-hmm. he, plays, he plays two roles. He plays Sherman Clump, who is the Nutty Professor- who takes a potion that transforms him into Buddy Love, which is just normal Eddie Murphy. Okay. Then they made a sequel, Nutty Professor Two, where they you saw more of uh the clumps, the family. They were all played by Eddie Murphy.
0: So this <laughs> this clumps thing was just like this clumps thing was just like invented off of Nutty Professor. Like yes. it wasn't but then Nutty Professor was, was a remake.
1: Yes, it was a remake. Nutty Professor 2, there had not been a Nutty Professor 2 before. And my favorite, here's my, it's my favorite thing that they do in romantic comedies, which this counts as, or, or any, anything where like there's a a relationship at the end of the movie where, you know, the main guy's in love with this girl, whatever, that in the second movie, the actress doesn't want to come back. (laughs) And so it's like you're, this whole first movie you're led to believe like, this is the love of his life. And then that person's gone. And so the next movie is, I like, go, oh, he's got a new girlfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard.
0: So <laughs> that then, you know, they weren't offering them enough money. That's the problem. Yeah.
1: Then it's like the whole They're so like, the,
0: you have to work for scale. We're paying Eddie Murphy $80 million yeah. for this movie. Because I think
1: the first movie was fucking Janet Jackson, I think was Come his. On. I think so, yeah. And so the next movie, it's like, oh, the love of his life, that wasn't, that was just a relationship didn't work out. He's got a new girl that he, he likes now. <laughs> then they made the clumps. Which was just all full-on, Eddie Murphy is eight people, right?
0: Okay, that's what I meant. It was my clumps moment. And
1: he makes Norbit, because now Eddie Murphy has an addiction to latex or something, where he's like, I need to be in a fat suit or I get sick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was Norbit in any way related? (laughs) No, it was a totally separate thing. (laughs) Who wrote it?
1: I don't know. A computer?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to watch these movies now.
1: Oh, what if we spent a day right before we're allowed to go out? Right I love Eddie Murphy. You know, sure. when I was
0: a kid, I loved Raw. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I mean, when I was I an, grew up an, when I was an I infant. Him. Of course. Yeah, in your crib. Instead of <laughs> Baby crib. Einstein, that's what <laughs> When I'm they play played
0: for like Raw for me as a baby because <laughs> yeah. I would cry. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> you always take taking a step too far.
0: <laughs> People love it. I get a lot of fan mail. I love it. I love it. I get a lot of fan mail over this bit. <laughs> it's a good bit. <laughs> you know what? Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for hearing me. Do you know what's a
1: funny movie <laughs> that I would like to watch again? A movie what? that I thought was really funny it was Bowfinger. Did you ever see Bowfinger?
0: You know what? I think I did, and I don't remember, but I remember that it was good. Yeah. Who else is in it? Is Steve Ju- Martin. Judge.
1: Judge Reinhold?
0: Reinhold in it. <laughs>
1: I don't recall Judge Reinhold being in Are you thinking <laughs> Fast Times <was> Ridgemont Richmond?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was in everything for... Is he around? What's his deal? Yeah, he's still around. I feel like he was in something not long ago. Really?
1: Yeah, he's still around. Um, but Bowfinger... I remember Bowfinger being really funny. And Eddie Murphy was, like, really was there, funny. Was
0: it. there some kind of bit in there where Steve Martin, like, joins a fake Scientology? Yes. Yeah, I remember Bowfinger. And Terrence
1: Stamp is the head of the, yes. they call it mi- Mind Head. Yes,
0: <laughs> Bowfinger. Let's watch Bowfinger tonight. Maybe we'll watch Bowfinger tonight. Let's eat a gummy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could do a lot worse. You could do a lot worse on a Friday night than get high and watch Bowfinger.
0: Anyway, any, Hollywood executives, if you're listening, I've got... Half hour dramedy (laughs) for you.
1: If you're listening in a while,
0: (laughs) Hollywood executives, listen, we're going to wrap this shit up someday.
1: (laughs) Here's the pitch a gritty Norbit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the pitch. You call me, I'll send you your next project. Boom. Five seasons in a movie. (laughs) Pull up a truck of money to my house. And give me some awards. Mm-hmm. How does that sound? Is Hol- that how it works? Hollywood
1: executives, if you're listening, sounds like a great deal.
0: Okay, here I'll forgo the money. I'll forgo the awards.
1: What? <laughs> this affects me now. <laughs> well, the awards not so
0: much. The let's be honest, awards are not really they're a construct. Awards are a construct, like
1: race or gender
0: or anything. Really? <laughs>
1: yeah. Nothing no,
0: award, exists. Awards are nothing uh, exists. Awards are
1: commercials. We were just talking about this on freedom actually. About, oh, great
0: um, overlap. Well, we were
1: talking about the Golden Globes and how the Golden Globes have always been like a, a sham, but they 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 only periodically get exposed to be a sham, and then everyone goes back to pretending they're legitimate, and then they're a sham again.
0: But people like that one the best because they drink at that one.
1: Yes, they like to watch that show the most. But I think even that is overrated. But also, as I like well. Tina
0: and Amy hosting it, yeah, actually, I mean, absolutely. They, like the fact that the Oscars don't have a host sometimes, I think, is the dumbest thing that's ever been exi- in existence. I thought
1: that actually worked pretty good the last time.
0: I don't like it. I didn't mind it. I like somebody charismatic as a host. I like somebody who's just the like... the guy
1: from the Hail Bob cult. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If he were alive and was, he hosted, is there Do? Is, was he Doe? <laughs> yeah, I think he was like Father Doe. Oh no, I'm thinking Father Yo.
1: Oh, Father Yod,
0: of course. I will say this: like, if you were, I think it would be funny to have a cult leader just as a lark one year. I mean, instead of just like nobody, <laughs> 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 don't you think that'd be interesting?
1: I, I definitely think it would be interesting. I would love, like, if David Koresh hosted the
0: Oscars. Everyone you're naming is damn dead. They all die
1: eventually. What, David Miscavige? Does that work?
0: (laughs) Is he charismatic?
1: I have no idea. I've never seen any, like, footage. Even in that, was there footage of him in
0: that Scientology doc? Yes, there was. He's very
1: short. He's a little guy.
0: Where's his wife? Where's Shelly? Where's Shelly? Shelly, where are you? Don't you think he did something to her? Yeah, of course. It's fucked up. How is that not, like, found out?
1: This is their business, is making sure that things like this are not found out. I'm sure they're bummed that anyone knows who Shelly Miscavige is in the first place.
0: I, I mean, whatever. I don't... Listen. listen what cult he, leader do I want?
1: Who's, who are the big cult leaders currently?
0: Um, well No one really runs QAnon, right? That's just like a. Th- There's somebody online. that started it
1: and sort of maintains it.
0: But there was no personality behind no, it. No,
1: it's QAnon. That was the whole thing.
0: God, I I mean, what if it's just like some twelve-year-old pimply kid?
1: I I think that's not far from the truth. It's not like a child, but it is somebody that I think just did this as a gag and. Really. Yeah. Absolutely it's all bullshit. Like they're pretending to be some insider somewhere and have this information. That's how it all started. I feel
0: like I could have been pulled in in a way because
1: (laughs) this is troubling to hear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's something that happened right after the, um, presidential, the 2016 presidential election Mm -hmm. was a lot of talk online
1: Oh, there was a lot of talk online after that election.
0: But like about, you know, the you know, like oh, they need to recount this or that or yeah. Pennsylvania, you know, whatever. And and it felt plausible that there might have been some meddling because of the misinformation Russia stuff. Mm-hmm. But then there were these accounts that popped up on Twitter that were like, "Oh, we're part of the resistance." Um you know, angry White House staffer or inside staff. Oh, yeah, all that? Yeah, yeah, rogue White House. Yeah, all that bro- shit. yeah, yes. yes and they yes. were these, like, these accounts that became instantly,
1: yes. like, highly
0: followed.
1: It bothered me so and much. And
0: I was following them because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, in my mind, I was like, there's somebody who wants to infiltrate this and tell us what yeah. the truth is. I mean, in my mind. Yeah. 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 You know? No, I get that. And then as time went on, I was like, it could be Steve Bannon. It could just be Steve <laughs> Bannon. You know? Oh, cuckoo, Welcome
1: back, cuckoo. Did somebody say cuckoo?
0: Did somebody say Steve Bannon? Bannon? Right. And so, and then, and then I started to realize, like, oh, this is all just, this is a bullshit. This is bullshit. And I like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, unfollowed those accounts at mm-hmm. some point maybe i didn't i've followed too many people online mm-hmm. um but i could see how i could have been sort of groomed to believe that there was someone who knew the story but or here's the real the, story here's the, you know? here's the thing
1: though i I, understand. I i think that's a generous reading of uh, what you're saying but you did catch on pretty quickly Do you know what I mean? And that's the crucial difference is that you didn't Uh, allow yourself to fall down some kind of rabbit hole. But also those, it's easier, it's easier to believe something like that for a few weeks. Than it is uh, the, 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 the more sinister thing the is
0: goalposts, yeah. yes, the
1: more sinister thing is somebody saying our way of life is under threat by these people. You know, if you're inclined to believe that stuff anyway, and somebody is saying this, I think it's easier to get sucked in if you're already, if you're already inclined to believe that kind of thing. Like if, if, if you just say like, oh yeah, everyone in Hollywood, they're all pedophiles. Everyone knows it. And then somebody's saying like, look, I know for a fact Tom Hanks. <laughs> mhm. But then it starts to get loony, like so weird. Right. Where it's like that you know, Donald Trump is still the president. They uh made Biden look like they made Trump look like Biden and all this
0: shit. Yeah. Uh, one of the Yeah. One of one of uh the things I would like to know and maybe we know already and I missed it. But who wrote that anonymous op-ed in the New York Times?
1: Oh, right, 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 right.
0: Because now I'm thinking it was like fucking Kellyanne Conway.
1: I remember at the time a lot of people were saying it was Mike Pence.
0: A lot of people thought it was of Mike Pence, but I don't, the don't think it's
1: star, My- Yes. Yeah.
0: But I mean, you know, but the only person it really could be is Kellyanne because she was playing both sides of the coin the whole time for her own. Gain and Pence. Was she playing both sides? But Pence was like a believer. I don't remember her saying,
1: I don't, no, hold on a second. I don't think, first of all, I don't think Kelly was, Kellyanne Conway was playing any, she was playing one side. She, she had like chosen, like, this is my thing. She,
0: she was. It but works
1: for me. She
0: was, but she, she, she knew the sham. She knew. Oh, yeah, she
1: did. She knew the sham. She did, but she was not, she was not like, I don't think she was playing both sides. She wasn't
0: conflicted. She was soulless. Yeah, she wasn't conflicted anyway. No, no, no. She she decided what she was going to do. Yeah. But my point is... She's just an empty uh, monster. But my point is that she she wasn't like a believer. Right,
1: but I don't think Mike Pence was a believer either. I don't know. I think Mike Pence saw this as an opportunity. He did it. And I, he I had, know. and he dutifully cared. I think Mike, Mike Pence is massively full of shit, but I don't think mm-hmm. he was like, Donald Trump is a great guy. I don't, I'm kn- sure Donald Trump offended all of his delicate little sensibilities.
0: I disagree a little bit because he was almost, this is how our marriage ends, but he was murder. He was almost murdered by Donald Trump. Yeah. And then he came out and like, was like against impeachment because he was more scared of the murderers. You think that's why? Yes. I don't know.
1: Absolutely. See, I think think
0: he was a GOP company man, and he was more scared of the murderers than he was of Donald Trump. No. I don't know. He's a worm. I agree with that assessment. He's a worm. But I feel like you're attributing a certain intelligence to him that doesn't exist. Whereas Kellyanne, I feel like, is a cunning and intelligent.
1: I would say they're about as smart as each other.
0: I disagree. I, think-
1: I mean, it's politics. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't think... I, I'm not saying Mike Pence is some genius, but I I think that... Because I, I, I think this is an emotional thing, what he did. I think he was saying, He was saying so like, do you think these he people wrote- wanted to fucking hang me. And so I am going to say, don't impeach Donald Trump. So
0: who wrote the Lodestar letter? I don't fucking
1: know, man. Some idiot. Some coward.
0: Does the FBI know? Because, like, they can, like, trace words...
1: Yeah, I know. And shit. And be like... Yeah, I know. I know. They
0: could be like, this person used Lodestar to make it look like Pence, or they can say this person used Lodestar (laughs) because it was Pence.
1: We got to get our friend Mindhunter on the line. By the
0: way, it's so strange to me that Pence is such a devout Catholic. He's not a Catholic. No, he was. He became... He was a
1: Catholic? He's not a Catholic.
0: No, he he was a Christian that became a Catholic.
1: No, he's not Catholic. Mike Pence is not Catholic.
0: She's looking it up. I think he is Catholic.
1: He is not. I promise you he's not Catholic. He
0: is, is, (laughs) Mike, Pence, Pence. Kathy, Catholic. Is Mike Pence Kathy? Kathy? (laughs) They tried to hang me.
1: I was trying on bathing suits and then they stormed the Capitol.
0: Okay, he was a Catholic. Okay. And then he became born again evangelical. There you go. Right? Yeah. But he, that's a strange trajectory, to be honest.
1: I mean, once you realize the Catholic Church is the whore of Babylon, you can't go back. So
0: wait, he's an evangelical type. Yeah. He's an evangelical type? Yes. So he abandoned and eschewed Eschewed. Catholicism for evangelicalism. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? Yeah. (laughs) That is a a journey.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Really?
1: I, I mean, it's a... I don't think it's that crazy of a journey if you're religious and then you get into a crazier religion. Look, who's to say what's crazier? But uh, I I think he wanted to be more of a hypocrite, and uh, (laughs) he he managed to do it.
0: Pope Francis let me down this week. Pope Francis. (laughs) I
1: know you really had a a lot of hope spent on him.
0: Look, Pope Francis was kind of like, I'm a little different. You know, I'm a, I'm a little more this. Yeah, 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 I'm a little yeah. bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden he was like, no, gay people can't be married. And I was like, what the fuck, Francis? Yeah, it's I sin, have been blah, blah, sticking blah. up for you <laughs> all over the map, okay? Yeah. I've been like, you're different. You care about poor people. Mm-hmm. You know, you denounce this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying... This? Yeah, exactly. Like They can't. He they made can't. he made me look bad. Yeah. <laughs> because I was out there kind of like, this guy's gets it. Like this guy is gonna he's gonna bring us in.
1: Nope. <laughs> The Catholic Church it, the Catholic Church got brought into the 20th century in the late 60s, early 70s. With Vatican
0: II. Is Vatican that what you're talking II about? Yes. Vatican II and guitars. And guitars. <laughs> <laughs> and guitars. <laughs> Don't forget the acoustic guitars. But
1: there's no they're not gonna be in the 21st century for probably another few centuries. For real? Yes. Because then they stop being the thing that they are. Disagree. I, I disagree as well, but that's, but that's the way they see it.
0: I don't, I thought that he had a handle on modern living in modern times.
1: I, I think that he understands modern times, but I think that there's probably more politics that happens in, uh, the, the Vatican than is ever led on. And probably it was like he, he himself might not Give a shit he might he might think he might think Pope Francis himself might think God loves all people and he said this and God does not i don't I me Pope Francis I don't personally think God has a problem with gay people I don't think that, but I'm sure there are people in the Vatican who are like, you can't say that this is one of our big things you can't say that. And he's like, eh, all right.
0: This is our thing. We love to hate gay people. But he he could
1: also be a devout Catholic who was like, no, re- ca- homosexuality is a sin. That's what I've that's what I've known all my life, and that's what is true.
0: Whatever, Francis, if you're listening, and I know you speak a lot of languages, so you might listen.
1: I hope nobody snitch tags Pope Francis, <laughs> so he listens to
0: this. I do follow him online. Pontifex. Yeah. Sure. Um, If you're listening, I feel like you could really do a lot of good in this world if you would speak up for the gay community and not denigrate them with this sin bullshit.
1: I think about this all the time, that the people that are against gay marriage, that uh, uh, usually they're the same people that think that God has a plan for everything, Right. So why wouldn't God's plan be that gay marriage should be a thing Mm -hmm. and that uh, gay people can adopt all the unwanted children that Mm -hmm. come about because there shouldn't be abortion,
2: Mm -hmm. right?
1: So the people that don't want to get an abortion and they have these kids, but they can't keep the kids and they give them up, Mm -hmm. wouldn't this be a way, wouldn't this be a great plan by God to say, well, look, this is part of my divine plan all along is that these people
0: but they don't can then provide of, a home. But they for don't these think children. of gay people as people. That's the problem.
1: I know, I, I, know, I know. Well not not every not every Catholic thinks of gay people as inhuman. They just think of them as sinners.
0: But they think of them as untrustworthy. That's the narrative There's that varying. They, there's varying degrees. They,
1: there's varying degrees. Because there are Catholic people that are modern Catholic people that have gay friends, but they think that Homosexuality is a sin And that it's not right And that gay marriage is not right Because marriage is between a man and a woman
0: It makes me so angry that I really Francis Please Please
1: I think you're wasting your breath
0: He speaks a lot of languages He speaks English You know he listens to podcasts I
1: don't I don't don't know if he's getting around to this one um, you don't and, think he's... And, and listen, he, Pope po- Francis, so it, if you're listening to this... Hit
0: subscribe and please give us a <laughs> <more stories. laughs>
1: And if you're listening to this, who are you guys? All right. We got to wrap this up because this is a long episode. It was a heavy episode. Because of those
0: ads. <laughs> it was
1: those ads. That's a separate... was <laughs> it 10 minutes? This is just... This has just been <laughs> us. Because it's a separate file. Don't give me that.
0: Fine. Fine. Do you have fine, any recommendations? Yes. Yeah, so I Please listen to my friend Cool Ops... Latest episode of Add to Cart. Yes. Kulat cool Vilay Sack. V-L-I-Sock. Oh, my God. Did I say it like that? Vilay Sack. Vilay Yeah. That's what I said, isn't
1: it? You said sack. <laughs> it's
0: because I say hadad. All right.
1: So it would, in the South, it would be Vilay it Sack.
0: It'd be like Vilay Sack. Kulat cool um anyway, Add oh c- my god. Oh my god, y'all. Cool up, <laughs> has a new episode of Add to Cart. Cool up. Cool up. Anyway, um <laughs> she's lovely and she has this great uh podcast that's about it's actually about shopping, but her and her co-host talk about um the the Asian American hate crime uptick and to me, the episode was so useful to listen to, not just their sort of um, emotions about it, but they had a lot of useful information like statistics and resources. Yeah. And, um, you know, they were naming some books, and I did, I had read one of the books and I <laughs> felt good about that, but that was just a coincidence. Um, but they talk about, um, you know, sort of being engaged and, uh, I recommend that. That's my yeah. that's my big one.
1: That was going to be my my recommendation as well.
0: It's very. Well, I saw you tweet. Honestly, yeah. I didn't know they had done that episode, but I had seen that you tweeted about it. Yeah. Um. I guess Cool Up had tweeted about it, but I was less online this week, mm-hmm. and so I kind of missed it. And then you had because yours comes up in my feed more because Aww. of our our legal arrangement.
1: <laughs> yeah that's a that's a setting on Twitter you can check.
0: I don't know what else are you going to recommend? I'm still making no, that was it. Is, I'm still that, making my way through Better Call Saul The
1: name like, of the show is Add to Cart and uh the episode is titled Asian Hate and Gaslighting in Georgia so that's pretty direct. Yeah. Um you can find that there and it was great. yeah I listened great to great it episode. I listened to it today. It's it's very intense and very raw and very emotional but it's absolutely um uh, uh really really i think important to listen to it
0: has a lot to say that's what i liked about the episode it wasn't just their their emotions which were useful to feel
1: no they 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 express everything very very well their own personal experiences
0: her her co-host sujin yeah like she was saying things about um misogyny and stuff like that I had never really heard before yeah. and I was like oh yeah that I was sort of impressed with some of her observations in a way that I had not because I've, I've heard lots of things about that yeah topic
1: yeah. I mean it was it was cool that her, you know, she she's a journalist and like her oh, journalist side yeah, came out that's on this what episode. It was. it
0: was her journalist side that yeah. came out.
1: But it's um it's it's great. And whether if you're if you're Asian, I think it will um uh express a lot of things that you're probably feeling. And if you're not Asian, it is definitely good to listen to 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 understand how this affects people.
0: I the thing that that kills me about the um the Asian hate crime stuff and the bigotry mm-hmm. toward the Asian community is I because I grew up in a in a in the South and um I was not really around many other Asian Americans. Um, the bigotry that existed was mostly toward the African American community, mm-hmm. um, just based on the demographics of where I grew up on the East Coast and. It kind of, like, I didn't know a lot about the Japanese internment camps and stuff Mm -hmm. until I became older anyway, you know, and sort of started learning about that in our history. But for some reason, for some reason, as a, uh, like, sheltered, shielded, white person, Mm -hmm. or white-identifying person, I should say, is that I kind of just assumed we were past discriminating against Asian people in America, mm-hmm. that it was all toward black people or Brown people, right. especially with like the Trump stuff with yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the wall and this and that. And it, it is a very under reported and under talked about, um, Side of bigotry that is very alive, mm-hmm. and and now that I live on the West Coast, like I better be fucking awake about it yeah. because, you know, they're just based on being a more populated area. Mm-hmm. there are more. I'm friends with more Asians on this side of the country than I was on the other. But yeah. like, I it is sort of baffling to me that it is not talked about in the media as much.
1: They don't like talking about racism. They don't. They only like talking about Martin Luther King. They like talking about things that happened, you know, 50 years ago, 60 uh, uh, 50 years ago. It's, it's longer than that now. They love talking about the struggle in Alabama and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But they don't like talking about what's happening right now. They constantly hedge their bets. They constantly look for something else to call it that's maybe sexier, you know, like maybe it's, it's, you're going to get more eyeballs. If you say this guy was a sex addict, than if you say, yeah, he's a straight up white supremacist who an evangelical white supremacist who bought a gun day of and Mm -hmm. went out and killed these Asian women.
0: Well, also I, okay. Hear me out on this little theory that well, just that like in terms of talking about the sins of America, Mm -hmm we find it easier to say, oh, slavery was this great sin of America because it's a hundred. It's so far in our past and we're removed from that. And we can sit here and say, we're an evolved people. And, you know, we can look back on that, you know, ancient time and say it was horrific. Uh, Even though there were like lynchings, Mm -hmm. (laughs) fucking whatever. But like the, in, the Japanese internment in the, in the forties is so much more recent Mm -hmm. than the 19th century stuff.
1: Well, there's also Jim Crow, which they, they talk about, you know, they reference it as if, as if it's over as if like, thank God we don't have those laws in the books anymore.
0: And And yet lynching is that lynching is still not a, yeah. And there's also, there's also like
1: all the, um, uh, the gerrymandering and, Anyway, we, we got to get out of here. Um, we
0: don't know what we're fucking talking about. Just listen to the... Li- go out and listen to shit. Listen
1: to our Holy Father, the Pope. Listen to go him. Go read shit.
0: Don't listen to us. We don't fucking know. Go
1: read the Holy Bible. It has all the answers you need. All right. We are going to be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Um, we are Stay Homekins on Twitter and Instagram. Stay at gmail.com if you want to write to us. And we will be, what are you smiling at?
0: I was thinking of all the emails we've gotten. <laughs> we've gotten like so a smile. many great emails.
1: All right. Thank you for writing to us. I so love that. Oh my God.
0: There's a brand new product on kinshipgoods.com. Oh my god. That was our big news that we forgot. Hey, to-
1: if you're still listening, <laughs> kinship goods has a new t-shirt. <gasps> So good. A new Stay at Home Kids t-shirt, it depicts a, a squirrel and a rat having <laughs> cocktails at a picnic table. The, the rat is saying, y'all.
0: It is so good. I cannot wait to get my it hands on one of these t-shirts.
1: It adorable. We'll
0: post it on Instagram. We will post
1: it on Instagram. It's and also adorable. on
0: Twitter because we forgot to talk yes, about it at the top I of the episode. I can't
1: believe. Well, I'm glad we talked about the Pope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Francis, <laughs> what size are you?
1: All right. Until next <laughs> week. Stay safe, stay Stay sane, sane, and and stay stay home.
2: home.